0: Coming up on The Potter's Touch. Most people walk away from things that don't look like what they dream. They don't understand that when God starts maneuvering you, He will show you the destination. But in the process, it will shift. And you thought you were going to be up? Your first test is survive being down. If I'm God in the pit, I'll be God in the palace. But until you can praise me... Greetings, brothers and sisters. I'm so glad to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you today. The message is powerful. It's life-changing. Before you stand out, you have to learn how to fit in. Whatever God is going to do for you always starts out in the crowd. You're on a journey. If you can't get along with people, you can't make it. The message is powerful. It's life-changing. You're the man. Check it out. God gets a hope to Joseph when he is amongst his brethren sitting in a crowd shows him a dream that he's going to rise to a position of power. He shares it with his brethren and they see the position and not the mission. If they would have seen the mission they wouldn't have tried to kill him. But because he had a dream That they would one day bow to him. They hated him over the position and not the mission. I'm going to give you five principles this morning. And the first one is understand your mission. 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 Not position. Mission. Some people are so focused on the position that they lose sight of the mission. They think God is a talent agency. They think God is a booking agent. They are trying to pray to God to get them in a better position. If you are asking God to change your position, he will never understand what you're talking about. Because whoever you are up here, you were down there. God knows position means nothing if you don't understand mission. Now, if you understand the mission, God will change your position to accomplish your mission. He will change your position to accomplish your mission. Anytime God brings you from something you didn't have into a place that you do have, always be aware of your mission. Don't get drunk off of your position. Because if you get drunk off of your position, pride coming before a fall, you'll lose it all because you got caught up in the position and lost sight of the mission. It's the mission that brings you to the position. He shows him a dream, and in the dream, his brothers are bowing before him. And in his immaturity, he shares the position with his brethren. And don't allow your immaturity to make you mismanage your opportunity because in your immaturity you will become infatuated with your position and never and lose sight of the fact that whatever God promotes you, it's always because he's got you on a mission. I was challenged of the Holy Spirit to remind you that God has given you every talent, every gift. Every resource, every door open, every favor, every dollar you've ever made, every favor you've ever had with anybody, not because he was interested in you being important, it's because he has given it to you because he wants to trust you with the mission. Not the position. Now you're trying to get the position, but God is concerned about the mission. The mission, the mission, the mission. He needs somebody who can represent people who would never get there and he'll move you up if you never lose sight of the mission. And I want to ask you, do you see yourself on a mission? Do you really? Because very few people pray about mission. They want prayer for position. They want prayer for power. They want prayer for prosperity. Give me power. Give me position. Give me prosperity. You seldom get a prayer request for a mission. I was in a a pastor's meeting and one pastor was teaching and he was saying that a young pastor came to him and said, pray for me that my church will grow. He said, I want my church to grow. It seemed like an innocent prayer request. He said, pray for me that my church will grow. I was shocked at the other pastor's answer, but then I understood it. He said, why? Why do you want your church to grow? And the young pastor couldn't come up with a decent answer. He said, that's why it's not growing. Why do you want more people? Until you can answer the why of it, you'll never get the what of it. The truth of the matter is, he wanted more people so that he would measure up against other pastors in the city. That's position. God is not going to feed your insecurity by giving you validation. That has, don't no miss it. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm gonna work this thing. I'm gonna get up under, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna step on some toes. I hope you wore some hard shoes this morning, cause I'm gonna get in some premises. Does what you're praying for have a why? Or is it just a what? Why do you want it? More people for what? More money for what? More things for what? For what? Do you know why? Or do you just want a bunch of people bowing to make you feel good about yourself? And so when the pastor got through preaching and teaching, I got him to the side because I was fascinated about what he said. I want to talk about it a little bit more. He said, if the man would have told me about his mission to win the city, to feed the hungry, to reach the distant franchise, that he needed more people to accomplish what he was trying to do as it related to his purpose, we could have touched and agreed. But the fact that he wants position without mission says that he is driven by ego. And I just want to know, is ego making your decisions? Is your ego, your need for validation, your need making those kinds of decisions? Because you must understand until you are mission driven, until you are mission driven, resources will be locked up. Let me try it over here. Until you are mission driven, resources will be denied. Why do you want it? Why do you want it? Want it for what? Is there a sense of mission pulling you along? Is it more mission or more money? Because if your money doesn't have a mission, I'm trying to help somebody in here today. So the big word is mission. Somebody holler a mission. Ask the person next to you, are you on a mission? I'm going to put them on the spot. Ask them, what is your mission? You want a husband for what? I'm shocked at the people who want a husband, but they don't understand if you get a husband, you got to take care of them. You don't like to take care of people. You're selfish. You don't need a husband. You just want decoration on your arm. If you don't have a mission, stop asking for something that you're not going to take care of. Number two, my big word is maneuvered. Joseph saw that he would end up in this place, but he did not see how he would be maneuvered to get there. If anybody would have told you 10 years ago that you'd be sitting on this stage at the potter's house, in Dallas, Texas she said I would never believe it never believe it, no way in the world left your family, left your background, singing with your sisters way up in Ohio how in the world did you get to Dallas Texas when God has a plan for your life, he will maneuver you, he will maneuver you he will maneuver you, good God of mercy do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth Somebody watching over the internet, that's your word. God is maneuvering you. Don't even worry about it. Don't even cry about it. Don't be upset about it. He maneuvers you. The strange thing is, Joseph saw up, but he went down. Watch this. He saw up. He saw himself up and his brothers bowing before him. But before, so that means he saw himself up and his brothers down. But when God started maneuvering him, his brothers were up and he was in a pit. So the maneuver looked just the opposite of the dream. Most people walk away from things that don't look like what they dream. They don't understand that when God starts maneuvering you, he will show you the destination. But in the process, it will shift. And you thought you were going to be up? Your first test is to buy being down. If I'm God in the pit, I'll be God in the palace. But until you can praise me, oh, don't fool with me this morning. I need some pit praises. happening backwards to what you planned. Everything looking different from what you had in mind. But God has wants to test you. Can you praise me now? Can you dance in a pit? Will you clap your hands in a pit? Devil, I won't just praise God in the palace. I will praise him in the pit. Before you earn the right to praise God when you're on top, you have to praise God when you're in the valley. That's what makes you appreciate being on top. I need a thousand pit praises that will give God... Still to come on The Potter's Touch. Manage it. Manage it. Manage it. Stop crying and manage it. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and manage it. Stop having a pity party and manage it. Manage the people. Manage the problems. Manage your emotions. Manage your fears. Manage your doubts. Manage your insecurities. You're not fit to be blessed if you can't manage the process. Manage it a spiritual warfare there is a fight going on between you and the devil if you had been like you used to be you would have gone crazy but you got some kind of crazy peace this is the peace of God I'm in pain they said do you want me to call a doctor I said do you know Jesus what you call his name explosion courage knowledge positioning P-E-C-T, we will have healing and restoration if we know what our daddy says. Out of your need, out of your capacity, shall flow, Number three is management. Can you handle it? Can you handle it? Can you handle it? I know you want the robe. I know you want the ring, but can you handle it? I know you want the position. I know you want the title. Can you handle? Can you handle the stress? Can you handle it? I know you got a degree in it, but can you handle it? I know you taught it, but can you do it? I'm shocked at the people who can teach things they can't do. Can you, oh God, you know the book of it, but you don't know the experience of it. Can you manage the pressure, the anxiety, the loneliness, the alienation, or does do you feel so uncomfortable by the opportunity that you go back to your old seat? Because you can't manage what goes along with sitting in this seat. Are you praying for a blessing that you can't manage? The thing that made Joseph incredible, whether he was in the pit or Potiphar's house or in the prison, life couldn't throw anything on him that he didn't manage. He managed being in the pit. He survived it. He handled it. They drug him out like a slave and took him and sold him in the Potiphar's house. This boy, who had never been in the house of aristocracy, stepped from obscurity to aristocracy and managed it. Do you know how hard it is to manage success? To manage success being in a position of power when you weren't raised like that you didn't come from that you don't know the protocol to adapt to your environment step in it and ended up running all of Potiphar's business affairs excuse me, what university did Joseph go to? none what kind of background did Joseph have in managing a rich man's house? none excuse me, Joseph isn't even in his neighborhood with his kin people how does he end up managing it? Joseph has the ability, I don't care What you throw him in, he will always manage it. Text me, people, and say, manage it manage it, manage it, manage it stop crying and manage it stop feeling sorry for yourself and manage it stop having a pity party and manage it manage the people manage the problems manage your emotions manage your fears, manage your doubts manage your insecurities you're not fit to be blessed if you can't manage the process manage it I'm going to go a little bit further my fourth word is mediation now mediation is really the mission he has moved Joseph into a position ahead of time before the famine ever broke out so that when the famine broke out amongst his kin there would be somebody in power who could mediate on their behalf who who was strategic enough and and managerial enough and confident enough and had survived enough maneuvering. See, because Joseph had moved into a position of power where everything is about to change. He steps into the position as the prince of Egypt and moves into a position. He says, king, you're going to have seven years of plenty. You're going to have seven years of famine, but don't worry about it. I know how to manage stuff. I know how to manage all kinds of things. I know how to deal with maneuvering. I was up. I was down. I was in the pit. I was in the palace. I can show you how to survive. Good times, bad times, plenty, like I got a degree from this. I got a degree in hard knocks. And don't worry about it. You can save up the good times and spend it in the bad times. I did it in the pit. I did it in the prison. I did it in Potiphar's house. I know how to survive a famine. I had a famine of love. I had a famine of support. I had a famine of recognition. But I withstood it all. And if you'll follow my directions, I'll show you how to survive your famine. Some of the things God took you through—it wasn't even for you. It was for other people, so that if you hadn't gone through it, you might have been haughty and high-minded. But you learned some principles that make you able to mediate. And now in a position of power, when the same brothers who hated him come in to try to get food, not only is he managing the gross national product for a country he managed he managed being in the pit he managed a rich man's house he managed in the prison till joseph became a leader in the prison and now he is managing a country an entire country he has grown so much that when his brothers come in they don't even recognize him do you not know that the people who knew you when you were sitting back there, sometimes they don't even recognize you when you're sitting up there because you have grown so much, you're not recognizable. here's the key, them not recognizing you doesn't give you a license not to recognize them. So here's the dichotomy. Not only are you helping people who don't recognize you, you're also helping people who were hating on you all the while you were getting there. But God has, God knows that you have the kind of character that can manage any resentment that you would have and still function From a position of clarity. And when they don't recognize you. You still. Recognize them. And now he is mediating. In their behalf. For them to access. Food. That they wouldn't get. They are eating. Joseph's character. It is not the corn that they are eating. They are eating Joseph's character. Without Joseph's character they would never access the corn. Sometimes God will allow you to access corn that you would never get through the character of somebody who is kid. Oh y'all don't get Who am I preaching to? They are eating off of Joseph's character. Because Joseph, because he is kin to them, can be touched by the feeling of their infirmity. Now I see, out of all of the brethren, why Joseph was selected. He was selected to do this job because of his character. When push came to shove, he could override his own frailties and get the job done. That's why he was the man. And until you can override your insecurities and step into your destiny, you'll never be the man. But the Lord gave me this message to preach today because the principles that I'm teaching you will reveal whether you are the man or not. There is but one God and one mediator between God and men, and that is the man, Christ Jesus. The man, Christ Jesus, had a mission. The man, Christ Jesus, was maneuvered. The man, Christ Jesus, had to manage his own feelings, not my will, but thine be done. Are you following me? The man, Christ Jesus, ever liveth as a mediator between the power and the problem. And all we are waiting on now is for the manifestation. A manifestation. The Bible says that Joseph finally revealed himself to his brethren. The Bible says that Jesus will reveal himself to his brethren. So, my fifth one is manifestation. The whole creation is waiting on the manifestation. Of the sons of God. You know what the world is waiting on? They think they're waiting on a new president. They think they're waiting on a stronger economy. They think they're waiting on world peace. But they're not waiting on any of that. The Bible says the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain. Waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The sons, S-O-N-S the, not S-O-N the S-O-N-S the sons of God. You know why the world is in trouble right now? They're waiting on the manifestation of the church but the church is so busy having a pity party that you never shown them the power of being the sons of God. I came to tell you this Sunday morning this is the Sunday that you ought to grow up and step into the full stature of who you are in God. See, the whole sermon, you thought I was talking about Jesus. Then you thought I was talking about Joseph. But the truth of the matter is, I'm trying to talk about you. For beloved, now are ye the sons of God. It does not yet appear. What you tell me? I don't care what you're going through right now, it does not yet appear. What you shall be. Touch them people and say, you're the man. You're the man. You're the one. You're the one. You're the man. You're the man. In that office, you're the man. In that courtroom, you're the man. On that board, you're the man. In your house, you're the man. You've been waiting on somebody to fix your problem, fix it yourself. I've got to stop there. It's been a real joy to share the word with you. Despite your current condition, never forget where you came from. He will change your position to accomplish your mission. It's all in his hands. He's got it together. Remember the message. You're the man. You can have one sickness that leaves you bankrupt. See, the enemy doesn't care what he uses. He hates the name. Take your name back. You can be made new, restored, and renewed for God's glory. You'll never find the right person until you have reconciled the fact that you're enough by yourself. your gift of any size you'll receive go blind on cd from bishop jake's transformational series made new god said i will only bless that that i started if i started it i'll finish it and when your gift is 65 dollars or more you'll receive made new restored and renewed for god's glory on three dvds i see why i had to be afflicted i see why they persecuted me i can see it now However, when your gift is $110 or more, you'll receive the made-new three-message DVD set, as well as a stylish tumbler and travel bag. This is a season where you got to pray. And every time you take a step, you got to say, God, I thank you. I made another step. Somebody praises for another step. Get ready to be made new today. There are so many things that God has been trying to give you. But because you don't know you're the man, you don't receive it. If it was true about Joseph, and it's true about Jesus, it's a principle, not just a person. The five things I gave you, the mission, the maneuver, the management, the mediation, the manifestation, it's for you too. Just because you start somewhere doesn't mean you have to stay there. This is the part